0: Hello Wanderers Before we get into today's episode we wanted to let you guys know about a few things First, we have a community discord server Where you can interact with other lovers of the backrooms Share awesome memes and more Next, we finally opened a merch shop We're very excited to embark on this new step for the podcast So go on over and give it a look And lastly, we're always looking for feedback on the podcast, so if there are any suggestions on what you'd like for us to cover, please shoot us a message. P.S., thanks for all the short stories you guys have been sending. We enjoy reading what you guys send, so please keep it up. We'll be leaving a link to the Discord as well as the merch store in the show descriptions, so with that short message out of the way, let's return to the episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms. Where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3 an MEG AI Processing System, and today, we'll be going over one of the more mysterious groups within the Backrooms. So, I hope you're ready to do some investigating because today, we'll be going over the Kalog Institute. Basic Descriptions The Kalog Institute is a faction within the Backrooms that dedicates itself to cataloging and archiving the deaths that occur throughout the Backrooms. They also investigate the manner of the deaths, in order to watch over and maintain the cycle of life and death within the Backrooms. This faction is relatively new within the Backroom and curiously is referred to as the Backrooms branch to those in the group. Leading to the idea that other branches exist somewhere in some way or form. Like many other factions, they've created a publicly-accessible database for wanderers to use. This database is stated to have support from the MEG and other allied groups and is a very important tool for those looking into mainly the disappearances of wanderers throughout the backrooms. Though this database can be accessed by anyone, some of its more sensitive information is locked behind an extremely tight security wall, only accessible by the current senior archivist of the Institute. So talking and getting permission from them is the only way to get to said information. Though it's understood that the members of the group actively go out and investigate situations of interest, the means of how they find out about the situation, to begin with, is still unknown. As well as the tech used to aid them in their investigations. Making a line with them a very useful partnership if your views are aligned. Now that we're done with a basic rundown of the faction, let's go over the members who make up the Kalak Institute's Backrooms branch. Members of the Branch Starting us off is the current senior archivist named Ghani. They are the leader of the Backroom Branch and oversee the progress of the other members of the group. From the information available to us, Ghani is stated to originate from a larger Kachuan, a city-state from 16th-century Musbate Bicol. They know clipped into the Backrooms sometime in 2017, with the goal of setting up and overseeing the Backrooms Branch of the Kalag Institute by who within the Greater Kalak Institute is still unknown. Not long after setting up the archive, Ghani managed to ally with the MEG. Doing this gave them a powerful ally, while also allowing them access to information from the MEG. Allowing them to enhance their archives more efficiently. Ghani is described as having brown-toned skin and black hair with gray undertones. They have an athletic build and are stated to have an average height compared to others in the backrooms. A note about Ghani is that, Though they look to be in their mid to late 20s, going by records we've gathered, they're actually around 500 years old. The means of how they're able to accomplish this is entirely unknown. The next member we're going over is Juanita. As far as we can tell, she serves mostly as a second in command for the group. Her main role within the group is being in charge of the use and upkeep of the archive. Under Ghani's supervision of course. Because of her role, she'll most likely be the person you talk with to use the archive. She can be found both within their main base as well as out doing field investigations Next up is Talao. Her role is mostly assisting with the upkeep and cataloging of the archive As well as repairing equipment used in daily operations when possible She can be found both in their main base and on field investigations The next member is Banyan. She is the resident technician of the group She is in charge of the upkeep of the equipment used by the group With Tala sometimes assisting her she is stated to make machinery for the group as well, showcasing her incredible engineering skills. Due to this, she mostly stays at the base for the most part, working on new projects to best help the group work more efficiently. Next up is Lila, the communications specialist of the group. She's in charge of maintaining communications with members out in the field with the archive. She deals with interactions with outsiders with the use of the archive, along with Juanita, as well. She's also in charge of data maintenance of the archive using tabulations and summarization practices. Meaning she's mostly in charge of the digital security of the archive. A task she handles with the help of Binion. The last official member of the group is a member by the name of Agapito, though there's no information regarding them or their role within the branch. There is an unofficial member of the group who goes by the name of Daga. Daga is a member of the faction, The Lost. Who helps the members of the group with field investigations this is mostly due to their ability to traverse the backrooms as well as their abundant knowledge of it as well though they're not officially a member the others treat them as one of them they can normally be found with ghani when not out helping the other members level 62 investigation logs to best give you an idea of the kind of field work these members deal with on a daily basis we've decided to add the investigation logs for their level 62 field research. To start us off, we'll provide a brief rundown of level 62. It's the 63rd level of the backrooms and has a survival difficulty class of two. That being unsafe, secured, and a low entity count. Level 62 takes the appearance of a large backyard, belonging to a dilapidated house. The state of the yard is noted to be in disrepair, with overgrown vegetation everywhere. There are some oddities within the yard though. For starters, there is a doghouse in perfect condition. Not far from it is what seems to be a garden shed as well. Surrounding the yard is a brick wall that possesses weird properties. If you try to jump over it, it'll grow in height until it's unable to be climbed over. Luckily, there's a hole in a section of the wall that leads to a forest-like landscape beyond it. Not much is known about what goes on within the forest, but we know entities are stated to roam within it. That along with the lack of knowledge makes it unsafe to traverse and we highly suggest wanderers to not travel into it. It's unknown if there are any outposts or settlements within the forest, but it's unlikely. To enter level 62 you have to enter a shed in level 37, look at a wall, and turn to leave the shed. Doing this will send you to level 62. There are a couple of ways of exiting level 62. The first way to exit the level is by entering the forest and staying in its boundaries for at least a week. Doing this as a chance of being sent to level minus 4. The other way to leave level 62 is by entering the shed within the backyard. Doing this as a chance of sending you to levels 37, 4, or 10. With that quick rundown of the level out of the way, let's hop into the Kalak Institute field logs. Archive Voice Log 162, March 15, 2021. This is the first log available to us. It starts with Juanita testing out an upgraded communication device with Tala within level 62. They talk a bit about how a signal has been going off here and how the upgraded gear should help out more. As Tala makes her way from the field base within the forest to the house, she talks with Juanita about the house in question, as well as notifies the base of her encounters with entities en route. Though she notes has been mostly death mods. After 30 minutes passed, Juanita seems to lose contact with Tala, who went unresponsive for a while now. After calling out more over the radios, a loud beeping noise can be heard from the tracking device Tala was carrying. The log ends shortly after. So, the KALOG Institute seems to be conducting an investigation on the house within level 62. While en route to the house, Tala goes unresponsive, leaving nothing but a worried Juanita and the audible beeping from an experimental tracking device she was using. Let's get into the next long to see if that'll shine a better light on the situation. Archive Voice Log 2-62, March 15, 2021 This audio log was captured not too long after the events of the first one. From what we can gather, Juanita went out to discover the whereabouts of Tala, as well as to continue their mission into the house. After some time she managed to make it to the house, but hadn't found Tala. She gives some insight into their mission within the level, Their goal was to get into the house to discover the whereabouts of the family that once lived there as she enters the home she comments on the disrepair stated it was in most notably the state of the second floor as she searches the second floor she states how there is no evidence in the rooms that may reveal what happened to the family that lived there that was until she comes across the final room which had a locked door that seemed to be locked from the inside after getting the door open with brute force juanita comments on the state of the room Stains covered almost every surface as well as the room being filled with a strange foul odor. As she makes her way through the room, she notices a broken window. This leads her to wonder if something attacked the family. The thought of this makes her worried if she's able to complete the mission. Though, she didn't have much time to think on this, as grunting and creaking noises can be heard in the recording. The recording cuts soon after this. Going by the investigation notes, about 20 minutes after one of the field members' distress signals went off, Daga was able to track them both down. They were able to find both Juanita and Tala, who were slightly shucked and had suffered minor injuries. The experimental device being used was still on them but was noticeably destroyed. It stated that the thing that attacked Juanita was a hound, which she was able to take down. The most alarming thing about this encounter is that the hound had a collar on with the name Sunny on its tag. This information leads Ghani to believe that this hound was the family dog that was transformed by some unknown effects within level 62. Though this is still highly speculative. Tala is noted finding the family's bones within the forest area of the level. Her losing contact is explained as the forest interrupting the connections of her communication devices. Overall, completing their mission. Closing words So, that was the backrooms branch of the KALOG Institute. What do you guys think about the team? If this is the backrooms branch of the Kalak Institute, then just how big is the faction as a whole? We would love to hear what you guys think. That's going to be all from us today, so thanks for listening and we hope to see you guys in the next episode. Until next time, have a wonderful day, and be safe out there. Would like to say a very special thank you to our wanderers over at patreon rickdiculous izzy klein caleb hills zephyr the cast iron crow velmec nathan gear anakin bumgardner sushi penguini Cullen shaughnessy stephen conger my friends call me pk jeff nordley slim stephen that one random guy the good diamond undead world ray lee malamaman brandon berry shelby girl gaming and mystery bmo Thank you all for going that extra step to support us and what we do. It's greatly appreciated. If you would also like to get your name shouted out at the end of the episode, get access to episodes earlier, and other perks, go become a patron on our Patreon. For $1 a month, you can do those things and more. Thanks again for listening, and have a wonderful day.